welcome to Barely Audible Whisper Presents America's on Fireside Chats, a daily parody of the President's daily briefings. As always, our Trump impersonator is a woman, because we hear he hates that. So, um, I know yesterday I said that things were going to get really, really, very tremendous, very, really bad. It's called Not Good. It's going to get really bad with the Invisible Scourge. I call it the Invisible Scourge. Some people call it the teeny tiny bad thing, but I call it the Invisible Scourge. But today, for no apparent reason, I want to talk about the war on drugs. For reasons that could only possibly make sense to someone completely stoned out of their mind on drugs, President Trump opened today's press briefing with an announcement about a new proposal to beef up military efforts in the war on drugs. Many of the cartels and the smugglers and the hordes of bad hombres are trying to take advantage of all the work we're not doing to stop COVID-19. The Joint Chiefs of Staff tried to explain the strategy for cutting off the cocaine supply as though it was somehow a part of the overall COVID-19 strategy. We have to shut down the cocaine supply from entering our country because it is impossible to get coked up people to stay in the house. The idiotic presentation by top military and law enforcement officials was full of so many 40-year-old war-on-drugs cliches that it might as well have been conducted by former First Lady Nancy Reagan. Hello, I'm former First Lady Nancy Reagan, whose Just Say No campaign was the first step in the federal government's 40-year failed campaign to curb drug abuse in America. See, at least one government effort to stop a national problem was a bigger failure than my response to the invisible scourge of the teeny tiny bad thing. It is, in fact, so altogether fitting that President Trump would ramp up a failure that took 40 years of ineptitude to fail almost as badly as this president has failed in three months. That I agreed to come from the dead to talk about it. I love the war on drugs because it disproportionately hurts people of color. Now more than ever, we need to tell our children to just say no and severely punish the children who don't say no. As long as those children are not white kids whose parents have money. Just as the original war on drugs allowed us to ignore the internal problems that feed excessive American demand for drugs, in favor of blaming the impoverished countries who supply us with the drugs we crave. President Trump's new and improved war on drugs takes focus off of the inadequacies of our health care system. And gives me a not-racist-sounding reason to scapegoat foreigners. And remember, not only did I coin the cliché, just say no, I also coined the cuter phrase, hugs, not drugs. Dr. Fauci here. I just want to remind everyone that hugs are very bad right now. But not as bad as trying marijuana. Way worse than trying marijuana. Just say no to drugs. And hugs. So remember, kids, hugs, not drugs, but not hugs right now. So that's never drugs and hugs in the very immediate future.
I wouldn't say very immediate. Hug. Not now, but eventually pending data. Not drugs. Mmm, good enough. And just so we're clear, yes, this arbitrary ramping up of the military to combat drug trafficking will deplete military resources that could be better spent being utilized to alleviate the COVID-19 crisis. Um. Oh, um, uh, and I want to thank the great president for the bold leadership he showed by decisively diverting resources because he is not fat. Uh, just a reminder, clearing your throat to fish for a compliment does not fall within the guidelines. Eventually, the 1980s Just Say No After School special came to an end, and the press conference turned its attention to COVID-19. Even though I said yesterday that everything was terrible, I would like to brag about how great I'm doing because we sent many types of things to many places. Things like masks and places like cities and we're doing all sorts of things with places and the people who need the things in the places are getting the things. As frustratingly vague as that was, Trump's answers to journalists' questions were even more vague. Mr. President, airlines are currently flying planes from one hotspot to another. New York to Miami, for example. Have you considered ordering those flights to stop? We're looking into it. We're considering a lot. That would be a big decision. Very big. Possibly affecting many things. We're looking at it very strongly. Mr. President, given that several states still don't have stay-at-home orders, why haven't you given a national stay-at-home order? States are very different. There's all kinds of different states, like Alaska is a state, and Alabama, and many other states. So that would be big. And we're looking into it very strongly. But like I said, West Dakota and North Virginia are very different types of things. Although President Trump's worst response by far came when in the middle of a question about domestic violence, he literally said, quote, Did you say Mexican violence? His answer to the actual question wasn't much better. So you've got a situation where people are staying home and the man used to have a great job and now he's home and he beats his wife. After a bit more rambling, the two-hour bullshit fest mercifully came to a close. May God continue to be me and may I continue to bless the United States of America. Thank you for listening to Barely Audible Whisper Presents, America's on Fireside Chats, made possible by the following people. Writer, co-host, and producer Dave Baldwin, co-host Molly Brown, actors Corey Burns, Michael Morgan, and Ali Glonick. Please check out our website, www.barelyaudiblewhisper.com. Follow us on our social media and subscribe to us where you subscribe to your podcasts. We appreciate your support. May God continue to be me, 
and may I continue to bless the United States of America, as well as Nancy Reagan, dead Nancy Reagan, and her dead cat. His name's Ronald. Humorous.